Welcome back to another episode of The Rise Show. As usual, I'm your host, Dean Nash. Uh, I think this is our sixth one now. Uh, forgive these. I'm just tr- kind of doing some audio testing. We've had uh, some good feedback here now after several weeks of running the show with like lighting adjustments um, and, and, and you know video formatting too is a big concern. So next I kind of want to talk about, you know, next I want to address audio. So this is why I'm doing this as a test run. Forgive the headphones. Next week they won't be there. Um, last week's episode was the free episode for all listeners, uh, viewers from any platform that we're on right now, uh, between VP Plus and regular. This episode will be will begin our regular scheduled content. You know, half free, half paywall. Um, if you want access to the other half of the show every single week, plus exclusive ar- um, articles and interviews, go to Varelli.org/slash/join-team-v and sign up. It's five dollars a month. It's the best thing you can do for. Um, supporting independent journalism. So that's something that I would recommend doing as well as joining our mailing list of Varelli.org slash sign up. So other than those two things, the most I can do is just welcome you back to the show. Thanks for listening and or watching. We have gone over a lot of analytics and stuff like that. We've seen where we're getting all you guys coming in from and, and whatnot. And I appreciate the support. That's why we're kind of a little cold open here. And Hopefully you can stay cozy. Uh, have a good morning here on Friday. And uh, we have a lot to cover as usual. <laughs> so bear with me here as we kind of are experimenting with the audio and going through this together. So the first story that we have today, though, is kind of a big story. It is the border crisis. Rather, rather the Biden border crisis, Okay. The, the Biden border crisis that is going to be eventually unforgivable and something that should never be forgotten, for sure. This crisis is a great example of the Democrats being in control and how much of a hot mess it is when they are in control. It is a huge issue, a huge issue when you have someone who is 80 years old cannot run this country and we see it visibly and it's now don't get me wrong it's bad if if we're in this situation but we can't see it but at least at least we don't see it (laughs) okay we see it we see it and it's it's very very blatant very blatant but (coughs) It is dividing the country. It is certainly voiding all peace within the nation as well. So we're going to get into that um, further down this episode, probably in the VP Plus segment. But with the Biden crisis specifically, we're talking 7,000 illegal immigrants a, a day attempting border, uh, boarding, border crossings. Holy shit. Border crossings. 7,000. 7,000. That's like... That's almost 50,000 illegal immigrants every every week attempting to cross our border. And all, most of them are getting in. Over 60% of these Im- illegal immigrants are actually crossing. There's, I mean, do I have to go over the list of problems with this fact? Do I have to? I think it is, I think we're all in, agreeing, uh, all in agreement here <coughs> that, that that number is awful. <laughs> 
forgive me, I'm also under the weather too. Uh, I mean, thank thank God, thank God that DeSantis is sending 1,100 plus state troopers. I think as of Wednesday, maybe this past week here, um, he's sending his, his own true his own state troopers to come save Biden's ass personally um, down by the Texas border. So maybe that'll help. I don't know if it's even gonna if it's gonna follow through or if that's gonna do anything for 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 us as a country. I mean, I'm sure it's gonna help. They're already understaffed and underpaid. Um, they're using their own bodies as walls in some instances, where you have border patrol agents locking arms and attempting to fight off these migrants. <laughs> Talk about desperation, and it gets worse. Barbed wire, jerry-rigged barbed wire wrapped around poles and, and, and other useless pieces of garbage around the border area. They're just wiring barbed wire all across there just to, just to hold off the hordes of people in the many borders, in the many border uh, checkpoints in our, in our country. That is, that right there shows you the underfunding issue right now with Border Patrol. I mean, now... The areas that have Trump's border, you know, that he got, you know, the segments that he was able to construct during his presidency, you're seeing less encounters and less instances of border uh, crossings over in those areas. Now, I'm not saying that there's virtually, that there's zero, but there's certainly less than the contrary. So I don't know about you, but that sounds like the wall works. It's a thought. It's a theory. It's a theory. Crucify me if I'm wrong. But Pedro Cardenas, or Dennis, I'm not entirely sure. He's the city commissioner in Brownsville, Texas. This is what he says. Our buses are full. Our planes are full. <laughs> Did you hear that? Our buses are full and our planes are full. Yeah. Everything is full. Max capacity. Tents. 25,000 plus immigrants were already maxed out in a, in many of the tents around El Paso area before Title 42 even expired. Before it did. Okay. We have we don't have the supplies. We have no way of, of, of handling this issue. And Biden has not addressed it as, as he should. In fact, he goes overseas rather than helping with the default and this now. Okay. When I said <clears throat> earlier in this episode that 7,000 illegal immigrants a day, okay, one of the issues that I will go over a little more in depth is the opportunists. We saw this with the riots in Minnesota back in 2020, right? I mean, this is clear. This is, this is vivid. You have people from Antifa, people, degenerates, who will go to businesses and steal shit while the protests are happening because it's not, it's an opportunity it's an opportunity for them to make a couple bucks and then not go to jail in those bigger cities because the police are underfunded go figure but terrorists are now using this opportunity to their advantage in a very good instance well, now there's been a few other instances now that have developed that there are potential terrorists that have been caught and apprehend or apprehended, <clears throat> rather, 
But one specific one that was guaranteed by the FBI themselves was an Afghan national who was on the watch list for terrorism after a fingerprint scan was con- uh, confirmed that he, that he was the person, someone from Afghanistan fr- in Mexico crossing over. Okay, this is why this is a big issue, a bigger issue than I think the left thinks. You have, you have terrorists and other America haters all across the world, seeing Mexico as like this floodgate into America right now because we're just letting it happen. And that's what you see now. It's not fair to the American taxpayer. It's not fair to the children that are going to grow up. And you have a lot of these people who are living on welfare dismantling fairness in the country. It's going to destroy work ethic. It's going to destroy morale. It's going to destroy patriotism. The whole culture of America over the last 200-some years of this country, uh, that's what you see when you lose the border, any border. Once a country's borders go away, it's gone. Look at fucking France. Look at France. More rapes, more murders. Does it help that you have open border? Nope. The tents all across the creeks in Paris. Congratulations, Emmanuel. You're doing a fantastic job. I'm sure the people love you. I mean, that's why you have millions of people rioting in your streets right now. (coughs) So the terrorists use the opportunity, you know, to do this. And the FBI, you know, they acknowledged it. Um, I mean, fuck, thousands of pounds of fentanyl is crossing our border right now. Thanks to this as well. This is coinciding with terrorism as an opportunity. Drug dealers are using this ability to easily smuggle fentanyl, which is killing thousands of Americans as well, monthly. They're using this opportunity to get that across the border and and make some money off of it. And that's, you know, that's the sad reality of the Biden border crisis. We haven't seen something like this before, but, you know, are we really surprised by, by Sleepy Joe, man? I mean, to be honest, as he's Sleepy Joe, but he definitely woke us all up to uh, this fucking reality crisis, yeah? <clears throat> um, but one of his... Let, let's. I have here a collection of some of the things that he's done that pertains to immigration. Okay, and I'd like to share with the class what this is. I think that's fair. Um... So he stopped the construction of Trump's wall. Fair. <clears throat> I mean, I'm not surprised. That's why I said fair. Uh, he had attempted to halt all deportations for the first 100 days of his presidency. Okay. Uh, suspending new enrollments in migration protection protocols. Remain in Mexico, if you know what that is. Um, terminating the ACA with Guatemala um, and others. And then he uh, ended the prompt asylum case ready. And then these, the the reason why I'm mentioning these, and you can look them up uh, if you're curious about any of those. Uh, We'll have more information down in the description for you. But, There, it's a problem because Biden is constantly letting us down with this border. This border control is out of control. And this crisis just shows furthermore 
you know, is this really what, is this what we want as a country? Is this what we really, is this what we deserve as a country? It's not, certainly, and I think most of America knows this, but he clearly doesn't. And I don't know if his administration knows it but fails to tell him, which is a whole different story, or if they don't know it either. And if that's the case, God help us all. <laughs> um, <clears throat> because, unfortunately, the, Demo- the, the, the border crisis isn't the only thing the Democrats have destroyed, um, the reparations, specifically, specifically the most outrageous reparations by California. So before we before we really in, dive into it, reparations, I mean like race reparations. So this is a like a, 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 a state paying money, taxpayer dollars to black people because of their ancestors being enslaved. That's what this is. So even though you, the taxpayer, who's listening or watching right now, did not own any slaves, promote slavery, or I'm going to take a 99.9% guess and say you don't like slavery either, you still got to pay. So that's what at least California is expecting. Um, The funny thing is California was a free state in 1850. Why is that important? Because that's when they joined the Union. Okay, it's important. California is telling you that you need to pay race reparations. Even though you didn't own slaves and you don't like slavery. And if you're a resident in California, California was never even a slave state. It was a free state in the Union in 1850. If the state pursues this, they will exceed their budget annually by 2.5 times the amount. Why? Because the total they need to be able to do this is $800 billion. Yes. $800 billion goldfish. That's, that's a lot of numbers. That's one point two. It's approximately one point two million dollars per eligible black person in California, which, by the way, one of the big significant cities in San Francisco uh, is San Francisco in California. Their population of black people has dropped by thirteen percent over the last couple of years. So, I mean, I guess that kind of helps California a little bit, right? <clears throat> uh, New York and Chicago have also started similar strategies by giving houses and land away. Don't agree with that at all, um, mainly because those were also (laughs) technically free. Um, Population has decreased dramatically in California, specifically, as I mentioned, San Francisco. There's barely any tax revenue also from uh, San Francisco. From San Francisco, there's no tax revenue coming in. So big cities like San Francisco, Los Angeles, San Diego... They have not enough revenue to come up with the $800 billion required for these reparations they're proposing. Where are they going to come up with the money? You know what? Actually, I have an idea. I I probably shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, You know that fentanyl that's coming across the border? Yeah, maybe, maybe the California government, man. 
maybe he's really got something going on there and he's just he needs that fentanyl to cross the border line. Eight hundred billion dollars of it. God help us all that kill our country. Um, so yeah, the reparations are bad. Uh, reparations are awful, and they should not exist uh, at all, uh, to any degree whatsoever. It's unfair, and it's it's slightly racist. Slightly racist because I didn't own slaves. <clears throat> I don't like slavery. I don't own slaves. I lived in a free. I live in a free state. That was always a free state. My ancestors don't come from slavery. Or they don't, you know, they're not, they weren't slave owners. They were merchants in Europe. <clears throat> but I would still, I would still be liable to pay. Because, you know, unfortunately I'm a taxpayer. <laughs> and that's, that's the problem. Is you, these, these are, too, it's too broad. It's, it, it doesn't make sense. The reparations don't make sense. Because I was never a slave owner. Nobody in our country right now currently is a slave owner of another person in this country. No one. It's illegal. And if it is, it's illegal. That's punishable by imprisonment. <coughs> punishable by imprisonment. You know it is punishable by imprisonment, too. The Durham report suggesting that the FBI and what they did with Trump's investigation of Russia, him suggesting that it was premature and it was there was no foundation at all. That's that's what a crime is. And you know what? The FBI deserves to get slapped for this. That's why it's going to be a story on our vault. May 22nd New vault post, the Durham report by me. It's going to have the f everything you need to know about the Durham report, the timeline, all of it. It's information that you deserve and that you need to know. May 22nd, no time on it. It's just going to be in the day. Uh, but make sure to keep an eye out for it. It's well worth it, I promise, okay? Uh, but what isn't worth it also is, is drinking Miller Lite. Take a look. Here's a little known fact. Women were among the very first to brew beer ever. From Mesopotamia to the Middle Ages to colonial America, women were the ones doing the brewing. Centuries later, how did the industry pay homage to the founding mothers of beer? They put us in bikinis. Wow. Look at this shit. Wild. It's time beer made it up to women. So today, Miller Lite is on a mission to clean up not just their shit, the whole beer industry's shit. Miller Lite has been scouring the internet for all this shit and buying it back so that they can turn it into good shit for women brewers. Literally, good shit. How, you ask? Ladies, take it away. First, we turn the bad shit into compost. Then we feed compost to worms. Push out beautiful fertilizer. That good shit helps farmers grow quality hops, which is then donated to women brewers to make their own really good shit but there's definitely more shit out there. In your attic, in the garage, in your parents' basement. Send any shit you got into Miller Lite and they'll turn that into good shit too. Oh, so here's to women, because without us, there would be no beer. Miller Lite has now joined Bud Light in destroying its brand, tanking its sales, lowering expectations of the already bumpus drink, 
now it's gone woke. It's gone woke. The commercial was kind of just like unnecessary. Unnecessary. It was uh, now. Don't get this wrong. It isn't not. It's not as bad as what Bud Light did. It certainly is not as bad as what Bud Light did. But it is not. It does not excuse them from the narrative. From I mean, turning turning political is what I'm trying to say. They're trying to turn their brand political, like every other company. They have this. They have this obligation that they feel they have to go woke or to to you know i don't even know try to become main this ugly mainstream monster right that's what miller light is not doing so i i think it was unnecessary and it's gonna tank their sales it certainly won't be as devastating as bud light bud light really did it really decided to dig a hole uh say hi to the devil and go lower than hell somehow so that you know that at least they have that going for them but <coughs> Sorry, if there are if there are multiple cuts in this uh, audio slash video here, it's because I'm dying of sickness. <clears throat> Wokeness of the week is one of our favorite favorite weekly subjects here at the uh, at the Varelli Project, and we finally have the transition, like a nice little transition video for Wokeness of the week. Um, endure. Every single time you're going to watch our episodes now, make sure you have a bar of soap and a little cup of water. You're going to need to wash your eyes out every time you watch it because it's uh, it's quite vulgar. And, and so is our footage of this week's Wokeness of the Week. But beforehand, take a gander. We do not care. So after you saw that, I know it's it's kind of like an appetizer, honestly. But after that, now you have the main course. Unfortunately, probably turn you vegan. Just, just here. shown multiple instances of drag queens dancing on stripper poles acting in like erotic erotic fashion in front of kids uh, 
they're trying to manipulate these children into liking this behavior and one day uh, like assimilating this behavior when they're older or maybe when they're younger if that's their preference unfortunately we've seen that proven um and then so, uh, it's it's gross i say this every week because it will always be gross but this time this video shows some of the parents in the background are kind of uncomfortable too you, you can definitely see that if you rewatch that video that clip we just showed it's you can see it you can see it but they look genuinely uncomfortable i mean fuck i am what uncomfortable just watching something like that right but the fact that you have drag queens that are on stripper poles acting erotic in front of kids constantly you know this is not, not this is not the first time that we've seen this right on the on on the rise show we've seen this time and time again it does not change look wokeness of the week makes us all feel uncomfortable but unfortunately they continue to bring hell to our eyes every day so i uh, i hope you endured it as much as i did but thank you for watching this episode of The Rye Show. It's been an honor giving you this content every single week. You deserve it. It's the information that you, you need to require yourself to obtain because it is, in this day and age, information is power. <coughs> and you can have much more information than you're getting now by joining VP Plus for $5 a month at Varelli.org slash V. I'm telling you, it's the best decision you'll make, as well as subscribing to our mailing list at Varelli.org slash sign up so that you get exclusive information right to your right to your email. So before you before you, you know, log off for the day and go do normal person stuff, make sure you do those two things and uh, get yourself armed with that information. And we'll always have new stuff coming out every single day. So thank you for watching. I'll see you all next week.